ago, a doctor gave up his daily drinking habit and moved back home to start a radio show. And now, today, he is 30 years Frazier here <laughs> on the 30 Years Greater podcast on Post Show Recaps and RHAP, where we are going back every week 30 years into the past to talk about movies, and in this case, a TV show from the 1990s. I'm Josh Wiggler. I'm joined here by Rob Sesternino, where every single week, Rob, we're making the chopped salad and the scrambled eggs that is known as 30 Years Greater. Josh, I'm listening. Yeah, it's uh-huh. a to- toss salad. Toss oh, salad. it's a toss yeah, salad. Don't get okay. it twisted. Okay, well, listen, uh, as we're about to discover, my Frasier know-how is limited. Yes. Let's call it limited here. Yes. As today, uh, I'm uh, 30 years greater after the Frasier series premiere. Baby's watching his first Frasier. Baby's first Frasier today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I hope that you are enjoying the ride. It is 30 years greater for the yeah. premiere of Frasier, but also very timely. Not just that we did a season three, episode seven of Frasier on Renap about two months ago, but uh-huh. also that the Frasier reboot is headed to Paramount Plus. Uh, yeah. Frasier, the new class is coming uh-huh. to oh, uh, Paramount. Uh, October 12th for uh, the uh, return of Frasier, October 12th, 2023, just about 30 days greater uh, from the moment that you and I are pressing record on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do we have a civic duty to go and check out the Frasier reboot premiere in 30 days greater from now? Yeah, I mean, PSR isn't already doing an episode re- recap. Oh, yeah. I, ex- I expect we probably are. Uh, mm-hmm. I, su- I suspect that we will do something of that nature. But today, we will talk about the series premiere of the OG Frasier, the Ridge. Uh, September sixteenth, mm-hmm. nineteen ninety three, is when Frasier originally premiered we're going to talk about it here on 30 years greater which you can subscribe to we certainly recommend that yeah. go to postshowrecaps.com slash 30 the rss link when you search by url or you can just search postshow recaps 30 years greater and get us in your podcast player of choice leave a rating and review subscribe to that thing got fancy new artwork in that podcast feed look at that it's nice it's a cake just like jason james richter likes it uh, so a sheet cake for you and me here in your podcast feed. So subscribe to the podcast, 30 years greater. You want to watch the video version, you can do that too. Postshowrecaps.com slash YouTube. Yeah. Check us out there, Rob. All right, Josh, tell me about your blind spot here with Frasier. Yeah, so... Um, You're I such mean, a the... pop culture oracle. So, uh, uh, an oracle? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I get to see the future and such. And the um, past, more often than not. Yes, it's true. Um, I am... I think you and I have come across this at certain points in our time together as podcast partners. Uh, I'm, like, pretty good when it comes to, like, the drama. Uh, And despite being sort of like an outwardly goofy person, like that tends to be what I like. Uh, I like something that's got like really meaty plot, deep Mm -hmm. character stuff, themes that make you feel. Uh, And so it's probably just like an unfair like wash across the genre that like 
sitcoms tend to not be the yeah. thing that I go and check out. And certainly well, as a kid, this was not my way. If you're looking for themes that make you feel like I do feel like that Frasier is probably like one of the most like well-written, you know, well-acted yeah. and, you know, uh, there's more substance here in, than there was in many of the other sitcoms of the era, even compared to its predecessor, Cheers, and some of the more widely, you know, uh, beloved sitcoms of the 90s, your Seinfelds and your friends that I yeah. do feel like that each episode of Frasier is kind of like a small movie. Okay, well, that's really good to know because I know nothing about it. Uh, you know, I watched the premiere for the sake of this podcast and got my first dose of Frasier. And I was really interested in the structure of the episode that it seems like every single, if this follows through the episodes, that it has like this chapter structure within the episodes, which I thought was really interesting. The other big thing is um, that so many people that I know are like, they swear by Frasier. Yeah. Uh, they like live and breathe the Frasier gospel. And my wife, who is um, somebody who watched a lot of sitcoms as a young person, um, she actually did not watch Frasier. Frasier, she missed. She'd seen a ton of cheers, but didn't catch Frasier. But Frasier came on after Seinfeld. Is that right? According to Emily, she would see Frasier like start up after Seinfeld, or maybe it was before. So, no, I, I don't think it was the, that you're talking about like on a certain mm -hmm. night or yeah. chronologically. Yeah. Um, right. No, I, I believe that Cheers had been the show that was on Thursday, but I feel like that uh, Frasier was never a part of the vaunted must-see TV. I feel like that Frasier was often on Tuesday on NBC. Yeah. Part of, like, a different block of comedy with, like, the Maybe likes like of Third Rock situation. from the Sun. Maybe they might have... Frasier uh, and Third Rock from the Sun were paired together? I feel like that's so like there was the like the must see TV shows and then there was also like the yeah. other NBC uh, sitcoms. I'm looking on the Wikipedia to see if they have that. But you could imagine pretty easily John Lithgow and Kelsey Grammer swapping roles here. I think uh, John Lithgow <laughs> yeah. as Fraser Crane, I think works and Kelsey Grammer is an alien. I can see it. Yeah. Um, what was the the show with the uh, Just Shoot Me also, I feel like, was uh, uh -huh. one of those ones that was not part of the Thursday night comedies, but part of the other block of NBC comedies? Not TGIF. Not TGIF. Yeah. 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 I yeah. feel like, you know, uh, it was, you know, it, it was sort of like an anchor of a different night. So I think that what, I, what I'm discovering as, a, uh, you know, this podcast series, one of the things that I love about it, in addition to having a weekly appointment with the Rob father himself, uh, is that I'm getting to, like, remember what was my pop culture intake like. Uh, and I really remembering that, like, I was a movies person or a Saturday morning cartoons person. Uh, like, this is who I was at this moment in my life. And so I wasn't really mm -hmm. a TV person unless it was, like, X-Men, Spider-Man, Batman the Animated Series, some Transformers. I just binged all of Beast Wars again recently for the first time in like 20 years. Like if it wasn't like that stuff, I probably wasn't watching a ton of TV. And that would take a turn around the 24 era and stuff like that mm -hmm. for me. And things would change dramatically. But I was much more a movie person. And when it came to sitcoms and like this is what I felt like all of TV was. And I think I just broad brushed it and avoided it and didn't want to have much to do with it and instead was much deeper into my movie era, uh, yeah. which I think is like really different from 
how your TV journey was, which is not just and like even less the sitcom stuff, though. I'd love to hear more about that. But I know like game shows, all of that was like yeah, really critical TV, TV, your... TV, movies that yeah. were on TV. Uh, yeah. So it's much more about the TV experience. I, I do think that Frasier may have premiered on Thursday and then they after it became a hit move, they moved it to Tuesday. Got it. And then I think then uh, in its retirement days post Seinfeld, I think it did go back to Thursday. Uh, just it. to okay. correct the record. Yes. OK, so then that makes sense uh, for so because she knew the theme song very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I had heard the theme song over the years. Oh, baby, I hear the blues are calling to salad and scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and it's not really a theme song. It's more like the outro. Yeah. Is it every every episode? It does yes. that? Yes. But Sung by I Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. But baby, I got you pegged. Yep. But I don't know what I have to do with that to salad and scrambled eggs. Uh, what is that about? By call the way, it again. Yeah. yeah. Why are um, we talking about tossed salads and scrambled eggs? Well, I think it has to do with Frazier's radio call-in show. Uh-huh. Uh, baby, I hear the That's blues. The blues. Uh, yeah. call, uh you know, I, I think I think maybe like tossed salads and scrambled eggs, like um, that both are sort of like references to things that are sort of like mixed like up. What he's and I, eating on his lunch break. No, like I just, feel like, like he that, comes uh, into the radio show steady I mean, diet of bound I, salads. I, I, I feel like that it might be a little bit of a subtle dig at the mental health of the people oh, calling Frazier. Wow. Right. Sort of 30 up. years worse. 30 because years at, at worse. The, uh, that the last line is they're calling again. They're calling again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if he'd eaten bad tossed salad and scrambled eggs, they might be calling again too. So never um, want to have the bad tossed salad. A day, a day, a daily diet of such things feels, <laughs> uh, feels intense. Uh, okay, well, I'm glad Whatever that you floats made, your boat. I'm glad that you made that make sense to me, Rob, because I left this episode not knowing. Like, I went into this episode remembering nothing about whatever surface details I remembered about Frasier, and I exited this one being reminded of the theme song, which I had heard before, and being like. I, what's it, the tossed salads and the scrambled eggs? It's yeah, very confusing to me. Uh, it is a bop, but it's also yeah. so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very strange. So, yeah. were you a Frasier person while Frasier was on? I was a Cheers person yeah. who, you know, um, and, uh, you know, I, I came in, I guess, probably like late in the run of Cheers because yeah. I was a small child when uh-huh. Cheers uh, sure. premiered. But I remember, you know, being a big fan of like the Thursday must see TV and really enjoying like the f- home stretch of Cheers and like how it was being like treated as like yeah. a national loss as Cheers ultimately went off the air but that uh, one opened up immediately thereafter right the follow so cheers ends i guess uh may of 93 and then we come back with frazier the following fall okay so there's like a real continuity there there's no uh unusual sized break that's the classic summer break and Frasier really was, you know, not one of the main characters. He was probably like the, you know, the eighth lead on on Cheers. Was he showed not really... up in season three of Cheers, and Cheers had like four hundred seasons, so he was there forever, huh? He was there, but you know, it's it's an ensemble. Yeah, was he a relatively undeveloped character? 
I think that he was a person in in the Cheers universe, you know, yeah. that he was you had like people who were, you know, uh, country bumpkins like a Woody Harrelson. And then you also had Frazier, who was like the intellectual who was there to, you know, talk about Shakespeare and yeah. whatever. And, and then people Kelsey he, grammar things he could make jokes about the other like people that were in the bar and they could make jokes about him so yeah. he was like an avatar for like high society that would be able to be there in the cheers universe was he a natural like first round draft pick for spinoff potential no no yeah. i think that probably one of the most unlikely people that you would imagine for a spinoff to cheers. Yeah. So is there like a major story about how this ends up happening? That Kelsey Grammer is going to be the person to carry the cheers torch into the future? Because I understand that he shows up in like a guest starring capacity initially in cheers and his character is, uh, is Diane's fiance or love interest or something like that. Uh, yeah, that makes sense that he would be like where, t you know, Sam Malone is sort of more of the meat you and know, potatoes. Yeah. And that Diane was sort of like always like a little bit like hoity toity. And yeah. that maybe that this might be somebody who might be a more tempting suitor for her. Somebody who is a more sophisticated gentleman than the sometimes Neanderthal Sam Malone. So he he shows up and it's intended to be like a fairly quick thing. Uh, and then he's as good as he is as Frazier Crane that they decide to keep him around as a staple on Cheers. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess my question is like, how did it become clear that he should be the one to continue on? And my very quick surface read of this is that Kelsey Grammer had the same question too, where he's like, I don't think that, yeah. like, I should be doing this. Yeah. So from Wikipedia, they say that um, the Kelsey Grammer had made a deal with some of the cheers producers um, who were uh, moving on from cheers that they would do a, a series together after cheers ended and that was not necessarily going to be a Cheers spinoff. Uh, yeah. But as they were talking, they said, okay, well, what if we just did this as like a, you know, you were still Frasier, but like in a completely different town, in a different, uh, different city. So basically right. like in name and character, he's the same person, but there's really not a lot of shared DNA with Cheers. Right, and that it seems like that was a big part of the reason why they relocated it from Boston to literally the other side of the country so that, like, you wouldn't expect Sam to just walk into the bar or whatever, mm -hmm. or walk into the radio station. And it seems like there are Cheers crossovers in Frasier, but probably few yeah, many between. Yeah, like, one episode things of, like, yeah. oh, Ted Danson is gonna be, you don't wanna miss it, where right. Or, you know, like, uh, here's uh, Carla is here. Uh-huh. And uh, so, like, here and there that that would happen. But by and large, it ends up being its own thing. Um, and so I have, like, people who are in my life who did not watch Frasier while it was on. But, like, sort of similar to what you're experiencing right now alongside the great Chappelle with Suits Yourself, the Daily Suits podcast yes. where you and Chappelle are watching Suits because it became a Netflix sensation overnight – Subscribe, Suits Podcast. You're talking about the Suits spinoff, Pearson? Um, well, no, that apparently didn't go so great. <laughs> uh, that people 
in my life, at least, at, and this was like, so where I can really flash map my memory of Frasier onto is not long after graduating college, back in the olden days of 2008, uh, that I had a bunch of friends who would be messaging me being like, you know what I've started really getting into on my commute to work? Frasier. Like it became this big thing among people of yeah. my age group who were like binging. No, I've heard Frasier. that. Um, so Frasier did have like quite a second life, like yeah. in syndication, like pre-streaming days, as evidenced by when we did the season three, episode seven. Uh, former Akiva's biggest stand, Kaya. Uh, she moved to Seattle. Uh, she was such a big uh, fan of the Frasier verse. So I definitely think that there is a contingent of you know. 30-something people that are uh, big into Frasier. Now, the people that were watching Frasier on their commute in 2008, how, what sort of device enabled them I, to a, do it's that? It's a great question. I don't know if it was actually on their commute or not, or if it was like they would commute home and they'd be like hollowed out by their soulless jobs and they just mm -hmm. like watch Frasier. Yeah. Uh, and I guess like now watching the first episode and, you know, Pilot is always sort of just like a loose gesture at what could come next. Uh, but in this pilot, like clearly a big part of it is, well, you got problems. We'll very special episode our way towards figuring it out together. Uh, yeah. Like some sort of like nice radio in uh, caller calls in resolution to your meaty life problems that you can apply to your own dear viewer. Uh, so like I can yeah. imagine like the people like leave their Wall Street job, go home and just like sit and contemplate themselves in front of seven episodes of Frasier. There's more substance in an episode of Frasier than there is. And, and honestly, like, I feel like that as we get through the 90s, you know, Seinfeld and Friends are going to... I thought you were going to say, should we check in on Frasier every year and yes, see, how see how it's doing? <laughs> no, whereas, uh, you know, uh, Seinfeld and Frasier... I'm sorry, Seinfeld and, and Friends become the much more, like, influential and iconic. Uh, that, uh, But I feel like that those two shows... Like there is less substance there with like how, especially Seinfeld, which is like a show about like no hugging, no yeah, lessons, right. nobody learns anything. Right. You know, uh, Friends has some of that, but there's also like uh, a serialized soap opera that goes on over the course of Friends, which, you know, uh, gives it like a little bit more of like a story over the course of its nine or 10 seasons. But Frasier on an episode by episode basis. Like I do think that that 22 minutes is a lot tighter than the rest of what comes out of the sitcom world in the nineties. And I think it's probably more of a throwback to the sitcom world of like the seventies where, you know, that it's not just supposed to be funny. It's also supposed to be a story. Right. Okay. So that makes sense to me. And I feel like you're, you're a getting self contained a, story more yeah. so than a long serialized story over the course of, you know, years of the show. So like if I decided that I left this episode of Frasier being like, all right, I'm interested. I'd like to check out Frasier, but God, a thousand episodes feels like a lot. And it's not a thousand episodes. It's how many, how many, two, I'd say two fifty. Uh, yeah, let's check. Let's see what the number 264. So you're just yeah. a little bit south. Like 264 is a really daunting number, even when the episodes are 23 minutes and I can clear that on double speed. Uh, like that's a lot. That's a lot of uh, that's a lot of show uh, mm -hmm. to, to check out.
could I just like bob and weave? Could I just like pick things up? Is sure, it? Sure, I'm sure you could bounce show? around if you yeah. got, got like a list of like. And, like I, I wouldn't there... miss a plot. No, like, I don't I think so. I, I think that there's like a little bit of like a serialization in terms of like the uh, like the maybe the one thing that's a little bit of a serialized nature is uh, the will they won't they uh, which ends up happening with uh, Niles and with. Um, Daphne, who oh, it's uh, we with meet. Niles and Daphne. Interesting. Yes, okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, other than that, like, wow, I, so I much like for Maris. Yes, you can uh, jump in and out of like any like you could like watch. I'm sure there's a list of like the top ten best Frasier episodes, and that you could just jump in and like uh, you know watch those and not miss too much. All right, well, let's jump in, Rob, and talk through the pilot mm-hmm. of Frasier. The pilot of Frasier, The Good Son, uh, is the name of this episode of Frasier. More on that in a little while here. Um, it begins six months after the conclusion of Cheers. So both in real time and in TV time. Uh, And I'm using the Wikipedia as guidance here because I really did not fully follow everything that was happening on Frasier. But he is is divorced. He has a recent divorcee. He's telling a caller about his backstory only to come to find out that they had cut to commercial 30 seconds earlier Mm -hmm. because he was talking too long for radio. But all this is backstory that if you had watched Cheers, you understood vividly. He was married to B.B. Neuwirth. Yes, Lilith uh, was, you know, uh, an iconic uh, Cheers character also. She will show up here and there. Okay. Uh, And they have a child together. Yes, uh, which I did not really remember um, that uh, Frederick is Frasier's son. Um, He does not play a major role in Frasier. I don't know how many times he might show up over the course of the series. Uh, But I feel like I feel like that he was mostly like retcon uh from the show uh i do wonder if he will be back in the reboot it appears that he will be back in a sizable way in the reboot just based on my cursory studies of the reboot Mm -hmm. it seems like the reboot is going to be much less about the original cast and more about like it's frazier plus a bunch of new people uh, and yeah, well, Frasier yeah. itself is really the story about the relationships between uh, fathers and sons. And yes. so I think that there would be that would make sense if you were going to do some sort of a Frasier reboot to then have older Frasier, who's probably it feels like it's going to be an inverse situation yes. where Frasier is going to have to move in with his son and his son is going to have big feelings about it. Yes. Yeah. And that makes some sense in terms of how they're going to do that, because that very few characters from the original Frasier. I think that Frasier, you know, himself uh, is going to be the only person, Kelsey Grammer, who's re- as a series first. regular for sure. Yeah, David yes. Hyde Pierce does not seem to be involved. Uh, no. It looks like a BB Newworth sighting, but yeah, uh, I think I, I believe also well. uh, John Mahoney uh, also passed uh, away. Yes. Yeah, yes, uh, um, Eddie the dog, perhaps not. Uh-huh. Eddie Spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, so it does seem like that. Um, Frederick does appear. I think his first appearance isn't until season three, but he's only in a total of nine episodes. Oh, of wow. The original okay. Frasier. All right. So not a ton, not a ton from, from, uh, from Freddie. 
uh, Freddy Spaghetti. Uh, so Frazier is going to, uh, he's doing this show. He's got his talk radio show. His producer is Roz. Roz. I think Roz was my favorite character of the episode. Yeah, I always was a big Roz fan. Yeah. Yeah, like she like throws at him. She has like the story of Lupe Velez, which is like kind of dark as hell. Yeah, uh, and is, is that true? Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know the true story of Lupe Velez. Uh, it seems like, unfortunately, maybe it is. Uh, yes, it does seem like it is a true story. And it is played for like extraordinary dark comedy, uh, mm-hmm. which I kind of appreciated the idea of like, uh, using something that is so psychologically twisted and such a sensitive topic and turning it into this moment of like, uh, things happen the way you want it anyway. You just don't quite like uh, have control over the narrative like that. I was like, wow, that's pretty dark and bleak for a 1993 sitcom. But mm-hmm. I guess it's maybe suggestive of like the somewhat more mature content of Frasier than I would have given it credit for. I think I would have just applied like, this is like a sappy comedy uh, to mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah. Maybe not. So Lupe Velez, uh was real, but according to the Frasier subreddit, that this story may be a bit apocryphal. Yes. Yes. Uh, could be. Could mm-hmm. be. Frasier is going to get a call from the brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we get a, nice. t- a title card that says, the brother so these title cards are they going to happen in every episode you know don't quiz me on this but sure. i believe so i believe that's so. your memory of it anyway yeah and i feel like that i um, like that yeah. you know that it sort of like really is a show that it's it's uh i think that what like fraser himself like i think that this is probably more one of the more highbrow situation comedies that you uh could possibly like it feels more like a stage play at times yeah well i like i like you know you think about uh you think about the storytelling structure of a tv show and so like the tv show is the book uh like the seasons are the books the show is the saga or the trilogy if you got canceled prematurely and only made three seasons and the episodes are the chapters uh but i feel like not every single like the act breaks tend to be sort of like where you get like your asterisks or your section breaks and then you move on to like the next bit of the chapter. But the thing that I really love is like your subtitles, like your sub chapters within the chapters. And so this feels like it has that structure to it that like an episode feels like it's going to be almost like a novella, like a short story that has its own chapter structure to it. And I felt like in this episode alone, just from watching the one episode that I got to see is like they already use it for comedy. Uh, like when you get to Eddie and the chapter is called Eddie and you don't know who Eddie is, but Eddie's going to be moving in. And so my expectation is like, OK, here's going to come like the 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 Joey Gladstone character who's going to mm-hmm. be moving in with Frazier and his dad. And just the dog mean mugging Frazier for yeah. five seconds. The dog was iconic. I can Eddie imagine a breakout star from Frazier. Eddie has the best character introduction. The most famous Jack Russell Terrier ever. You You put Jack Russell Terriers on the map. You think he's more famous than Jack Russell himself? Yes. Oh, wow. God. 
okay, Eddie Spaghetti, I'm glad to meet you. But like, I love that they are able to like kind of like play around with that in this first episode already. Like the expectations were in one place and they were able to subvert them swiftly. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. I um, mean, Frasier is a show that knows exactly like what it is and what yeah. it's doing and does so masterfully. And I feel like that if you jumped into a like season nine episode of, of Frasier, I don't think it would feel radically different yeah. than a season one episode of Frasier. Well, it makes sense. Like the people who make Cheers, they leave Cheers. They go on to make Frasier. They're making Frasier with an actor who they had worked with a ton mm -hmm. over the course of making Cheers. So it's sort of like, I mean, I guess all of this is so armchair and probably so basic to the people who know this show super, super well. But like, so I'm just giving you what I've got watching it sight unseen. Uh, yeah. Like not, a, not totally dissimilar from like a Breaking Bad into a Better Call Saul. Or like the Better Call yeah. Saul team has but, five seasons of Breaking Bad to get to know each other in the language of the universe and the show. And they've got one actor who they really want to like continue working with. And they know that actor really well. And they're able to come out with like a really masterful second show as well. So if if I may, like Please. I think that, that might be a little bit of a oversimplification because I feel like that where on from Better Call from Breaking Bad to Better Call Saul. That's like the entire creative team of Breaking Bad says, okay, well, Breaking Bad's over. But what we're are just we going to do started. next? Yeah. yeah. What are we going to do next? Okay. Let's take Bob Odenkirk, who is, you know, maybe the, the, you know, seventh or eighth lead on this show. Right. And we are going to, you know, continue to work and do this. This was not like the top creators of cheers uh, right. this was like uh, you know some producers who worked on cheers got it okay started up a new thing with one of the actors from cheers that may or may not have even been in the cheers universe when they got started right and it wasn't like necessarily like the you know the key creatives at cheers were working on fraser got it okay so it's not like that at all uh <laughs> but it was nice for a moment in my mind that it was like that um, mm -hmm. Okay, so Frasier... but they were able to like port the fan base yes. of Cheers of like, hey, uh, I yo dog, I hear you like Cheers, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, uh, here is as sort of like an instant fan Check base my for Frasier a show. show. Yeah. You know, had this been the the show, you know, Kelsey Grammer stars as Jack Russell, the therapist. Uh -huh. uh, you know, I, I don't know if it has the same, uh, the same you know, instant it. fan base. Yes. Uh, okay. So the brother Frazier goes to a coffee shop uh, and meets up with Niles, played by David Hyde Pierce. This was one of the other things I knew about Frazier was that David Hyde Pierce is in it and he plays a guy named Niles. People love Niles, Rob. He's a beloved character, Niles. Yes, uh, he is, you know, uh, very, very fun to have uh, in the mix. It's great to see, you know, uh, Niles. I don't know if he's ever even mentioned over the course of Cheers, but uh, Frazier and Niles are very similar in a lot of ways, but uh, also, you know, have some differences. Yes, uh, some key differences between Frazier and Niles, one of which is that Niles is still married, it sounds like, to someone named Maris. Maris. Who, who Fra Frazier does we, not seem to care for. No. Uh, it becomes like a big joke over the course of the series. I believe we never see Maris Great. over the entire uh, arc of uh, 10 seasons of uh, Frazier. Amazing. I've seen 11 seasons of Frazier. Good bit. Good bit. We love the yeah. bit. 
Um, Niles tells his brother that their father, Martin, a retired police officer who had been shot in the line of duty, is not doing great. He can't take care of himself because he was injured. He was shot in the hip. I think we find out back in the day. Not it's not day. a recent injury. Yeah. Right. Um, but he's like he's just having a hard time as he's gotten older, getting around the home and all this stuff. And so Frazier is coerced into taking his father into his home. Yeah. Uh here comes the central conceit of the show. Yes. And you know, they make it sound like okay, so uh, Frazier's dad has, you know, Martin Crane has like fallen and yeah. he needs like around the clock medical supervision. I feel like over the course of eleven seasons of Frasier, I feel like that maybe this is a little overstated here mm. in like it makes it seem like that he needs like round the clock care where yeah. like I get the sense like, you know, if Daphne had to call in sick and Martin Crane was home by himself for a day, I think he'd be okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he seems like he's fairly like energetic. He seems pretty virile. Yeah. He seems virile. Like he's like, he like is able to like move a chair in and whatever. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like he's doing okay. Uh, you know, but he walks he with a cane, but yes. overall, yeah. like, I feel like, you know, is this uh, a grandpa Joe situation? Is this a Grandpa <laughs> Joe where, like, at any moment, Martin could have kicked the cane out of the way and just, like, sang and danced oh, his way? Oh, I, I thought you meant, like, sort oh, of, like, like a going... Joe Biden? <laughs> no, no, I, did, I, that was not, I was not thinking that at all. Uh-huh, I was thinking yeah. that, like, was is Frazier's apartment the chocolate factory where that this was oh. sort of, like, a, a new life for him where he's sort of, like, bedridden and living alone. Right. But then once he's around Daphne and Frazier and Niles and like in a new setup that he has a second win. That's what I thought you were saying. If it's a chocolate factory, then it's a factory that makes scrambled eggs and uh, tossed salads, mm-hmm. which is not as good as chocolate. I feel like um, Martin yeah, moves Easter. in. Yeah. Martin moves it. Maybe an Easter. Yeah. Martin moves in uh, and like he's got critiques. Uh, he's like, none of the none of the furniture here matches. It's eclectic. Uh, mm-hmm. says Frazier. Yeah. Uh, Frazier's got great furniture. That's expensive stuff he's expensive got. Furniture. Yeah, yeah. Expensive furniture. Yeah. And so furniture. there's a clash of styles instantly from Martin, who is much more of like a blue collar lunch pail. Like, yeah. hey, give me like the ugliest, like most comfortable lazy boy for me to sit in where Frazier is much more, you know, high class, highfalutin. Sure. Give me like the expensive furniture. I don't care if it's comfortable. It needs to look good. Yes. Uh, so uh, he's blue collar. Frazier is white collar. And then Eddie Spaghetti is yes collar because he's a dog. And I hope that he's got a collar. Uh, mm-hmm. And so Eddie is also going to be moving in Martin's dog. Uh, so everyone loves Eddie. How does the Frazier fandom feel about Martin Crane? I think that if you're a Frazier fan, I think you love all, all of the characters. Yeah. 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 Uh, like, what is the dynamic? Like, they heal their rift by the end of the episode, mostly, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Are they, like, on pretty good terms for the show? No. Every episode is a conflict of, yeah. you know, you know, Frasier wants... Styles. Right. Frasier wants to go to the opera. That dad wants to watch the Seahawks game. You know, it's uh, always, like, conflict over, you know, different things uh, that are going on. And this real clash of styles where... Frazier and Niles are much more like uh, their, I believe that the, their mother has passed. Um, uh-huh. and But they seem to really take more after her and they are really nothing like uh, their father in most ways. Okay, so uh, differences of lifestyle already in play. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So Niles and uh, the off-screen Maris tell Frazier that, like, this is going to be a lot of hard work. You're going to need some help with your father. No, we're not taking him in. Yes, we will help uh, pay for, uh, like, a live-in uh, a live-in sitter, basically. Although Frazier does not understand that this is a live-in position. Or maybe more pointedly, it's Daphne Moon who doesn't understand that this is a live-in, uh, not a live-in position. She comes in with a lot of assumptions, I feel like, Rob, about how this job is supposed to go. Daphne shows up with um, uh, a lot of energy. Big energy from Daphne. Big energy from Daphne. She shows up. I think she's a little bit more wacky here in the pilot, I think, than she is over the course of the series. But yeah. maybe some serious Frasier fans uh, will fight me on that. That She's really, like, uh, talks about how she's, like, tapped into she's uh, a bit clairvoyant uh you know at certain right. points in uh the daphne moon cycle and so <laughs> she but but i don't really remember that as being like i think she would get like a little like kooky at times you know she's definitely like brings like some of the phoebe energy into it but sure. i feel like that most of her wackiness comes from where she's like, oh, this reminds me of this one time when I was a, like a like a wee lass. And she would like tell a story about like that would be like something that would be like very inappropriate from her childhood. Right. That she l- looks back innocently at and everybody just stares at her like Daphne, you know, uh, she's like, oh, I know what you're thinking. Like and then she doesn't uh, know what they're thinking. Yeah, so Daphne seems to at least like there's culture clash between Daphne and Fraser quickly, but between Daphne and Martin, Martin loves Daphne. I mm-hmm. guess Martin loves a character, is what it seems like. Yeah, I mean that she's a real person. He doesn't like uh, people that are you know phony baloney, and yes. so that this is somebody who uh, is uh, she's sweet, and I think that really does appeal to Martin Crane. Uh, so Frazier is really upset that she thinks that she's to move in, uh, now that she has the job. Also, she went to the bathroom while Frazier and Martin debated whether or not to hire her. And she's just like, she could be in a closet for all we know. Frazier and Martin are screaming at each other from across the apartment. Just like talking so loudly, uh, and like talking, like not particularly like glowingly, about Daphne and then she walks out of the bathroom as if she's heard none of this uh sitcom voice is a hilarious thing to me I guess you got to project because you're talking to uh, a big crowd in the Mm -hmm. room yeah you know um people uh can you know have selective hearing on very broad yeah very broad on these sitcoms uh as Frazier will always say I'm listening I'm listening. Uh, so Fraser Grammar ins- does have a great voice. His inside voice versus his outside voice. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he has like very soothing radio voice. Uh, do you think that they should be rebooting Fraser as a podcast, an audio drama? Well, I think that that's going to be something that we will find out in the Fraser reboot. Of uh, is Fraser a podcaster now? Probably, probably. And if Paramount Plus is intelligent enough to bank on that, they have already produced some kind of Fraser podcast accompaniment. But I don't know. Uh, they mm-hmm. hope. We did that before the strikes. Otherwise, they can't do that, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Frazier's sure not allowed to do that. Yeah. Um, so Frazier's mad. He's not having a good time. He goes to work. He tells Roz that he's upset. Roz tells him the story of Lupe Velez. Uh, things might not go as planned, but they work out anyway. Dark. Really dark. Um, but this is helpful for Frazier. And what's more helpful for Frazier is that his dad calls in. 
yes. his dad calls in to the radio show. Uh, I am sure first time, first time caller, probably not last time caller would be my guess. I don't know. I don't think it's a device that they use too much. Yeah. Um, you know, in the episode that we watched for season three, episode seven, you know, uh, Frazier is uh, negotiating much like, uh, you know, very timely that uh, Frazier is negotiating with the company management over a new contract. Mm-hmm. And he is uh, ending up in this very high stakes uh, argument with Mercedes rule who is playing uh, the like labor or the leader who is uh, fighting. I guess Frazier is like the union rep. Okay. And there's a hot mic situation when Frazier and Mercedes rule end up uh, becoming promiscuous. Ooh, okay. And that gets broadcast out to all of Seattle. Yikes. Uh, hot stuff on Frazier here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get to see, I guess, here at all. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that happens. Uh, Martin calls in. He says, I'm sorry about stuff. And Frazier says, I'm also sorry. That was big of Martin. Very big of Martin. Uh, and Frazier reacts well. And then at the end, Martin says, thank you for your call. I appreciate it. Did you hear that, son? I said, thank you. Mm-hmm. He did hear him. He heard he him. Heard him. He, he heard him. him. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, someone calls at the end of the episode and she's upset about uh, a breakup. And Frazier tells her that she's not upset about the breakup. She's upset that her life is turning out differently than she planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not mourning the breakup. You're mourning uh, the plan that you had for your life. And I felt like this was very relatable for advice. me. Yes, yeah, Because uh, that, you know, I had a lot of plans for how this next year of my life was going to go, yeah. and then Aaron Rodgers ruptures his Achilles, <laughs> and I, I too, am in mourning, and not so like I was uh-huh. like Aaron Rodgers, yeah. like, uh, like, uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm not, you know, as much sad for Aaron Rodgers as I am sad for me and yeah. how I thought right. that my next year was going to go. Right. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring it up, uh, mm-hmm. but I was thinking about it. Yes, um, and maybe you know Aaron Rodgers could use like a Roz type character, or sorry, a, a Daphne type character. I who... imagine that if Aaron Rodgers, whoever Aaron Rodgers wants to surround himself with, he could surround himself with. Uh, mm-hmm. His life will be fine. He will be fine. Sure. Uh, but I am sorry for your loss. That is thank tough. you. I That's appreciate tough. that. Yeah. The episode ends. Oh, and I believe that that guest caller is Linda Hamilton. It seems oh. like uh, Sarah Connor herself, uh, unless she called earlier in the episode. Uh, but Linda Hamilton is credited as Claire, a guest caller. Uh, was she in Cheers ever, Linda Hamilton? I, I don't believe so. This is like a post. This is twice post Sarah Connor uh, here that she's calling into Frasier. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, Fraser, I need help. Robots from the future are coming back mm-hmm. in time. From 30 years later. Me and my son. Uh, you're from mm-hmm. years crater from now. Help. Uh, yeah. The episode ends with uh, the the song, which we don't call a theme song then. It's an outro song. I think it's the outro, but I feel like that the notes are sort of like, Frazier doesn't have like an opening theme song. Right. It's just like uh, sort of like, you know, seven or eight notes of yeah. the closing song. The ending song. Uh, the ending theme, Tossed Salads and Scrambled Eggs by Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. That's Kelsey Grammer singing that. He's jamming, yeah. Oh, baby, I hear the blues are calling. I'm Kelsey Grammer, scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good song. I think I'm going to be thinking about it for at least a week. 
Sure. Uh, hopefully he'll come back and sing it for the reboot. There's no way that they do the reboot and like not bring that song back, right? Like this has to be as identifiably Frasier as anything else on Frasier. Sure. Um, that I think that they will probably bring it back, but I don't know how much they're going to lean into the uh, psychology aspect in the new one in terms of like calling. And yeah, so we'll we'll see. See how it goes. I, I would check out an episode of the Frasier reboot. Sure. So the Frasier reboot, it's coming in about a month. Um, it does appear to be it's just Kelsey Grammer is returning. Um, people got to be not thrilled about that, right? Like, I imagine you get to the end of Frasier and you stuck around through Frasier, not because of Kelsey Grammer specifically, but because of like the surrounding the ensemble. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't seem like they're coming back. I'm surprised they couldn't get Daphne to come back, but I don't know, maybe creatively if they couldn't work it out. Um, yeah. Like, why would she be, if she's supposed to be with Niles at the end of the show? Right. And if David Hyde Pierce doesn't want to do it for whatever reasons, uh, then like that makes it sad. So they don't do it. Um, it looks like both BB Newirth and Perry Gilpin will have recurring roles. So Lilith mm-hmm. and Roz will return in some capacity. Uh, spoilers that Lilith and Roz survive the first iteration of Frasier. Uh, mm-hmm. so that's not great for me. Yeah. Um, and then Freddie, his son, will be will be a part of it. And this episode, the series premiere of Frasier, The Good Son, the series premiere of the Frasier reboot, The Good Father, Rob. Oh, okay. So uh, mirror images for sure. So one of the things we like to do here on the podcast is try to imagine what uh, a reboot of Frasier would look yeah. like. Uh, and you are typically assist- uh, assisted by... Uh, chat GPT who is uh, revealing themselves to be uh, maybe a movie fan but maybe yeah. not the best writer uh, mm-hmm. on the planet and perhaps that job should remain in the hands of humans um, but with the Frasier reboot does chat GPT have any thoughts about this yeah okay so I, I did ask chat GPT to give give us a pitch for the reboot of Frasier set 30 years later now it, it did go in a different direction than yeah. the, what the wizards over at Paramount plus have uh, come up with okay uh, it's called Frasier colon latte days venti nights oh okay because the coffee shop is a big part of it so. <laughs> okay all right let's hear it <laughs> lots of days and venti nights yeah okay all right so all right um the reboot fraser colon latte days venti nights will mm-hmm. reignite the fraser story for a new generation still featuring fraser's radio talk show but this time it's also a podcast and a YouTube channel. Okay. Okay. Course, yes. Subscribe <laughs> right. at FraserPodcast.com slash YouTube. To the now, YouTube. so they, they were able to get the whole cast uh, together. Okay. Of course, yes. All right. So da- Niles and Daphne, they have a teenage daughter who's struggling with her mental health. And it forces Niles to question the uh, efficacy of traditional psychiatry. So it's a little heavy. Okay. Okay. Then... Roz is now a successful executive producer, but she's navigating the ethical quandaries of fake news and sensationalism in the modern day media. Mm -hmm. And this is my favorite part. Martin Crane sadly has passed away, leaving Frazier and Niles to sort through their feelings via a shared VR environment that simulates their old home. So they go into virtual reality and interact with their dad who has passed. Okay. Wow. So they're taking it digital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, so here's uh, some of the characters and what's going on. So Frazier, he's back in Seattle, uh, and he's a real recurring theme with these chat GPT reboots, I've noticed. Yes. yes. We always go to the digital realm, don't we? (laughs) Chat GPT loves to talk about itself. You know, they say, write what you know. Right, what you know. You know. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, Frazier <laughs> is keen on making his mark again, but he's struggling with new platforms like TikTok and Twitter. Okay, uh, that same. tracks. Yeah. Big same. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. So um, here are some of the episodes. Okay. Um, they have one, an episode that uh, is called The Influencer and the Intellectual. Frazier attempts to go viral. Uh, with the help of Alice, but faces backlash for an old episode that was deemed politically incorrect. Oh, no, they're pulling an episode from streaming. And this was also, I guess, a theme because another one of the episodes ChatGPT pitched was called Canceling Crane. The Cranes (laughs) face cancel culture after Frazier's old comments resurfaced. Sure, (laughs) that feels likely as well. Yeah. Frazier apparently was very problematic uh, in this world. Yeah. 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 Um, Let's see. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, they, they they do have an episode called Latte Days Venti Nights. Frazier and Rods reminisce about the old times over coffee, only to realize that their favorite coffee shop has been replaced by a crypto cafe. Oh, <laughs> man. So what? Like, instead of giving you coffee, it gives you crypto? I guess you go there to go buy crypto. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's not going to nourish you the same way. Yeah. It's okay. not going to get caffeinated on crypto. All right. So that's, I mean... I don't know. Let's I don't see know about the reboot this. Ha- the actual reboot has better ideas than uh, the the current reboot, mm-hmm. uh, the ChatGPT reboot. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, they say it's not just a comedy; it's a mirror reflecting our ever changing world. And yep. yes, we're listening. Yes, we're listening. Yeah, that's what he says every time, right? Yes, we're listening. I'm listening. Yes. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm well, Fraser Crane. We thank all of you for listening to Rob and I talk about Frasier uh, and tolerating my uh, Neanderthal Frasier takes. Yeah. I don't think you have a Neanderthal. I don't know it. I don't know it. I don't know it. You don't know it, but you're not going to embarrassing when you talk about a thing that everybody supremely knows. And you're like, I don't know. I I think that doing this for a long time is that, and this is where, you know, I'm not going to name names as any of my other co-hosts, but I think when you come in and say, Hey, I've never watched an episode of this thing, but it's terrible. It sucks. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think that anybody ever faults you for saying like, Hey, I don't know this and, and, and I'm learning it. Right. But I think that where people get offended is when you come in and say, I know nothing about this, but you guys, it, your thing here's, is here's a generalization. The thing. Yeah, yeah, here's a right. generalization about the thing that I did not watch yeah, and know I'm nothing about. I'm just trying to look at it and understand. Uh, mm-hmm. I just want to look at it and understand and yeah. maybe like uh, have some appreciation for this thing that people seem to really love. Uh, you know, I can certainly yes. see the shape of it for sure. And for me also, like the episodes of Frasier that I have watched recently, you know, I feel like I, I kind of know Frasier yeah. because I'm friends in real life with Stephen Fishback, who I think <laughs> is the closest that I come to knowing Frasier. Uh-huh. And Stephen's yeah. not a psychiatrist. No, no, no. But I do think that they have like certain similar characteristics. Yes. Very, very highly intelligent human beings. Uh, I bet Fishback's got an Eames chair. Uh, I would expect an Eames chair in the Fishback household. And if not, Maybe. he should get one. Yeah. That, 
that would be very comfortable for Steven. He has um, a brother too. He does have a brother. Um, okay, so that is Frazier for for this week. Uh, 30 years Frazier or 30 years less, Rob, for Frazier, the pilot. Greater I mean, I think less? that the pilot might be better than the Frazier reboot. Yeah, I guess we have to like wait to answer the question uh, when Frazier returns uh, after a 30 year of, uh, I guess not a 30 year absence, more closer to like a 20 year absence. It yeah, it's like. been, yeah, maybe 19 years yeah. uh, since it's been gone. Yeah, 19 years greater. Uh, so I guess mm. we'll see. I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching Frazier. Uh, don't know if I'll keep going. I'm a little busy with my Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, binge currently mm-hmm. midway into season three at this moment in time and pretty soon i know that at the end of season three there's a big uh, vocal contingent of like oh well now you're also gonna have to watch angel simultaneously with buffy and i'm like gosh that's a lot of work yeah but i am really enjoying the show so maybe i'll do it um okay, okay so that's fraser next week rob uh, i don't know the so what last are you doing time- I don't know the last time you consulted our little schedule that, that we I, have, I like to be surprised. I, I made, I don't know what I made, a, I made yeah. a tiny little switcheroo that's not going to affect your life then uh, if you weren't paying attention to the schedule. But I feel like we were going to talk about it in a few weeks. So we were going to talk okay. about this thing anyway. But the fact that it shares its title with the name of the very first episode of Frasier Okay. This is how we have to Brendan Fitzpatrick, Zach Brooks movie ladder this thing. We are going from Frasier, the series premiere called The Good Son, to the Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood starring thriller The Good Son. Yeah. Uh, The Good Son coming next on 30 Years Greater, originally airs, or airs, released September 24th, 1993. Have you seen The Good Son before, Rob? I, I, I definitely saw it in the real time, but I have yes. not seen it since. Do you remember anything about it? I remember. So there's Macaulay Culkin, and then there is Elijah uh, Wood. Elijah is Wood. I don't remember uh, who is whom. Uh, yes, which great. Are, but there's like a one kid was the um, biological son, and then another kid got adopted. Correct. And then kind of, sort and, of. But one and one is very naughty. Yes, this uh, naughty was the word I was going to use as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Some, uh, some. Uh, I have if you if you have podcasted with me for more than five podcasts, my guess is I have referenced the Good Son because uh, I often refer to like the like sort of like the the classy way to do it is like the Sophie's Choice. The Survivor way to do it is the Wraith's Choice. And then the Josh Wiggler way to explain a really difficult choice is the end of the good son. Uh, so right. we'll talk about the good son. We Was will... this a good son like decision for you to decide what we're going to do next week? Yes, very much so. I had to release something in order to uh, cover the good son. So wild movie coming next. I haven't watched it in like three or four years, but I try to check in on the good son with some regularity. A Macaulay Culkin uh, role that is... Uh, remarkable let's call it remarkable uh and like a very like sweet little elijah wood role as as well mm-hmm. uh, yeah also- this is macaulay culkin at the height of his power yes coming off of powers. uh home alone. he shall never kevin McAllister again but there is a world in which like the good son is sort of like a natural extension of the direction that kevin McAllister was arcing yeah. towards uh so- 
So we yes. can talk about that. Home Alone, 1990, then My Girl, 1991, Home Alone yep. 2, 1992, and Good Son, 1993. So yes. yes. And while we will have an opportunity to talk about My Girl 2, unfortunately, we won't see Macaulay Culkin in it. Uh, mm. So uh, we'll talk about Spoiler alert. We'll talk about Macaulay Culkin in The Good Son instead, and then return to him at some point in time for Richie Rich, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, so The Good Son coming next to 30 Years Greater. Make sure mm-hmm. you're subscribed to the podcast postshowrecaps.com slash 30 is the rss link when you search by url or just search post show recaps 30 years greater wherever you get your podcasts ratings and reviews so greatly appreciated um if you want to watch the video versions postshowrecaps.com slash youtube is the way to do that you can keep the conversation going with us on the internet i'm at round howard wherever you can find me rob is at rob sesternino Rob, what else is going on in your neck of the woods? Oh, well, you know, as you mentioned, just uh, podcasting suits every single day. I guess I'm kind of relieved we're not doing Frasier every single day. Uh, But that would have been uh, like twice as long. But but the episodes would have been shorter. We could clear Frasier within a year. You know, if we wanted to do it, uh, I mean, maybe like if the Frasier reboot ends up like uh, creating an incredible interest in Frasier, the original series, I guess yeah. never say never. OK. All right. Put that out there. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah. And then Survivor is going to be back in less than two weeks at this point. And then also Big Brother is uh, going. Amazing Race is around the corner. So just podcasting away, keeping me busy. It's keeping real. me out of trouble. Keeping you, yeah, keeping you out of trouble. Uh, at least theoretically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more you. time I have to stay in this room, the less chance that I have of getting in trouble doing in the uh, real world crimes. Yeah. But uh-huh. yeah. the higher the chance that, like Fraser Crane, yeah, you'll have to cancel. Higher a chance that I get canceled. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this podcast shall not be canceled. Though this episode of the podcast. We are closing out now. So to Frasier, usually I say we hope to see you again in 30 years, but uh, maybe we will see you in 30 days uh, when you come back to Paramount Plus uh, and to everybody else and specifically to Macaulay Culkin, the good son. We will see you next week. Until then, everybody, take care. Bye-bye.